Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and what a crazy few weeks it's been. We saw, the last we talked, Denny Hamlin had won the Toyota 500 on Wednesday, May 20th at Darlington. Since then, we've had a few races. We had the Coca-Cola 600, which Brad Keselowski ended up winning. We had the Alsco Uniforms 500, which Chase Elliott won after having uh, quite a few incidents in various other races. He uh, probably should have won the Coke 600, some may argue, but he was sort of in a darned if you do, darned if you don't situation up front, and he ended up not winning the race. He came down pit road and took tires from the lead with just three laps left in the race. Coochie Fallon Gustafson made the call for him to come on down, uh, restarted in 11th and drove his way back up to third, but wasn't quite there. Jimmy Johnson also finished second in that race but ultimately lost all of his stage points and his finishing points because the rear end failed uh, inspection at the end of the race, so that was not good at all. Denny Hamlin also faced a very, very severe penalty. It was a head engineer, car chief, and crew chief are all ejected for multiple weeks for the ballast falling out of the car, and the reason they have such strict rules on that is the ballast is it's a weight. It's literally a giant metal weight, uh, weighs you know, dozens of pounds. It's very heavy and very dense. So it can do some major, major damage to a car. If it falls off on the track and hits somebody else, it, it could kill somebody. So very severe penalties there for that. So Denny Hamlin now sort of on the back foot as they are getting that car ready to go out and continue competing. The next event is Sunday tomorrow. That is the food city presents the supermarket heroes 500. That's going to be at Bristol. So, very exciting uh, race there. No practice, no qualifying there. Just go out and run what you brung. Brad Keselowski is going to be on the pole for that. The rest of the lineup is as follows, starting in second place after Brad Keselowski in first. Is the number 10 of Eric Almarola. Starts in third, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex Jr., Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Matt DiBenedetto. Denny Hamlin rounds out the top 10, followed by Alex Bowman, Kurt Busch, William Byron, Matt Kenseth, Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Ryan Newman, John Hunter Nemechek, Chris Buescher, and Austin Dillon rounding out the top 20. Rookie Tyler Reddick starts in 21st, Cole Custer 22nd, then Clint Boyer, Jimmy Johnson, Michael McDowell, Bailey Curry, Joey Gase, Quinn Hoff, Ty Dillon, Gray Galding is your th- a 30th place starter. He's going to be driving the number 27, coming up and running in the Cup Series with a Rick Ware Alliance car. Garrett Smithley in the 77, in 32nd is Corey LaJoy, 33rd goes to Ryan Priest, then Brennan Poole, Christopher Bell, Bubba Wallace, then Daniel Suarez, Jimmy Hill. Timmy Hill, excuse me, BJ McLeod, and JJ Yaley rounds out the 40-car field. Going to be a very exciting race at Bristol. Someone to keep an eye on, I think. Matt DiBenedetto, you remember how well he did last time we were there at Bristol last year. Had a fantastic run at the end and almost had that race won. Had a little bit of front-end damage, though, at the end. and Ended up losing the race. He starts in ninth tomorrow in that Wood Brothers number 21 Ford. I think he's very excited for this race. It's going to be a really good one during it. I'm going to be driving, so if you don't see any tweets from the Bottled Up Twitter account, at Bottled Up Radio, don't worry. Don't uh, think that I've fallen off the bandwagon. I'm no longer interested in NASCAR. Frankly, I hate everything about it. No, nothing at all like that. I'm going to be driving 24 hours from Florida up to Massachusetts. So wish me luck, and if you want to interact with me during the course of that drive, I'm going to have plenty of time when I'm not taking my shift driving. So that's eight hours of driving for me, 16 hours riding along 
a lot of it will be spent sleeping, but don't worry. But if you want to get in, we might be doing something over on Twitter at Bottled Up Radio, or you can follow along and maybe I'll be sharing some races I'm watching, uh, fire broadcasts I've done. I'll be over on Jeff McConey announcing on Facebook or Jay McConey underscore announcing on Instagram. We'll have to wait and see. So be sure to keep up with all our social medias there. However, I think the best course of action here is to just have a nice, short, simple, sweet episode talking about how it's been for these drivers. Now, they haven't, as you all know, had any practice, no qualifying or anything, except for the Coke 600, which was quite interesting. A lot of cars seemed to be missing the mark and were spinning loose, absolutely wrecking loose. That caused Matt DeBedeau to have to go to a backup car after he wrecked his in qualifying. But they're out there with no practice, no qualifying. And we're seeing some lesser names, some less commonly spoken about names, do really, really well. In the last race, uh, the Allsco Uniforms 500, which Chase Elliott won, there were some cars that you do not expect to see running well, doing really, really well. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in the 47, now he's over JTG Doherty, finished in fourth place. Really great run there. He started in 24th, worked his way up to fourth. Didn't lead any laps, but still had himself a great run there. Kurt Busch did well. Austin Dillon finished in eighth. Let's see who else was there. John Hunter Nemechek was in 13th. Tyler Reddick in 14th. Matt Benedetto 15th. A lot of good drivers up there. Corey LaJoy with a top 20. Christopher Bell finishes 21st. And then some drivers a little bit further back that you wouldn't expect to see that far back. Kyle Busch had a rough night. Alex Bowman uh, was running at the end but finished in 31st. Just in front of Quinn Hoff who had a good run there for the Starcom Double Zero Machine. That team has been doing very well as of late, so congratulations to them. I spoke to their spotter, Tom Legman, who said how excited he was about this and how well things are going with Quinn. Really, the team is hitting their stride, it seems, so make sure to follow along with them. Maybe we'll have Quinn on the show one of these days coming up once everything settles into a rhythm a little bit more. But you see a lot of drivers having some really great runs out there in the Coke 600 as well. That was no exception to young drivers, newer drivers having great runs. Tyler Reddick in 8th, Christopher Bell in ninth, Chris Buescher finishes in 10th there. Cole Custer in 12th, he beat some of his teammates, Eric Almirola in 15th, John Hunter Nemechek in 16th there. Some really good runs for these teams as of late. Corey LaJoy finished 23rd in the Coke 600, 405 laps later. Uh, He was two laps down at the end of it, but going back to Darlington Raceway, the Toyota 500, of course, was won by Denny Hamlin, as we all know, in controversial fashion with Kyle Busch there at the end, getting into Chase Elliott, and people are still arguing over the motives behind that. But Jimmy Johnson came home 8th that race, Christopher Bell on 11th, Tyler Reddick 13th. The point of going through and listing some of these drivers, they've been having really good runs out there. Christopher Bell, a lot of rookies, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, John Hunter Nemechek, these young guys going out and having really, really solid runs in equipment that we don't usually see up where they're finishing. So, That's awesome stuff to see. I want to know over on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else where you're expecting to see some of these young guys to finish. Who do you think is going to be the rookie of the year? That is all still up in the air. Once again, you can find us on social media at Bottled Up Radio. On Facebook, I'm over at Jeff McConey Announcing. Instagram, Jay McConey underscore announcing. Be sure to follow along everywhere. Keep informed. Everyone, keep enjoying the racing. Keep tuning in just to be sure that uh, NASCAR notes how much the fans are appreciating it. The Coke 600 fans didn't really seem to enjoy the race too much, and we will talk more about the package as the year goes on, obviously. But tuning in and supporting racing it lets people know how strong the NASCAR community is. That's very important these days. And right now, I think the, the 
fan base is stronger than ever. Everyone's happy that we're back to racing and everyone's doing it in a safe and healthy manner. Everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.